0: The following podcast is a presentation of Project Entertainment Network.
1: Don't be scared now, but it looks like you just wandered straight into U-Mind country. That's U-Mind, short for unaffiliated mind games, and you ain't never going to be the same again. Brace yourself. It's time for Red Hot Truth Injection. Oh, yeah. That's right, bitch. We're rounding up the sheeple and shaking them awake. You mind? Too damn bad. We're going to set fire to the wool over your eyes. Feel the burn, baby. Hot bitch, We're toppling the lies of the lamestream media one by one. Woo-wee. Watch them bad boys fall. Hey, universe, A. Hey. This is Universe B, it, and we're going to tear you a new one. You mind?
0: Warning! Things are going to get real weird if you're not watching this with video, but, uh, you know, stay tuned anyway
1: it isn't another Creeping Wave sticker set, brought to you exclusively by Indiegogo. Just look at those little fellas, oh my. Yeah, it's the puppies. San Diego werewolf had himself a litter and boy are they cute. My goodness. Yes siree, those little puppies right there are so fluffy, you're gonna die! Hey kids, I brought dinner.
0: No, don't do this to me! Please let me go! Oh, no! No, that's my arm! Oh, That's awful! It's my leg! Ah, oh, my leg! I need that! Ah, at least I have still it! No! Werepuppies! Ah.
1: <laughs> that's right! The puppies. They can be yours if you dare to donate to the Creeping Wave in your Go-Go!
0: Oh my gosh, that got out of hand really quickly. You guys should definitely donate to the Creeping Wave Indiegogo and give back to the actors who make Creeping Wave possible and not sound like this every episode. Hey everybody, this is just a little update that we wanted to do to uh, let everybody know that we are so grateful to everybody who has been giving back to our performers through our Indiegogo. Um, we are just about right now to hit our uh, secret perk, which uh, that is the, the werewolf, San Diego werewolf. Oh, you wanna hold that? <laughs> We're gonna have the San Diego werewolf is uh, one of our perks. Hold that up. And uh, th- that sticker set comes with Anatole, who is a Soviet vampire On to him. Now you can, he has got dismemberable limb fun. That's exciting. Here's his little feet. We'll put those, there we go. Now they're facing the right way. And his little arms, so the werewolf can just chew and chomp him to his heart's content. That's fun. Now, if you're listening to the podcast, instead of watching it, then you can always just go to our Facebook or we're gonna put it up on Instagram. We're gonna do a whole bunch of cool stuff so that you can see all these stickers. And we're probably gonna be uh, putting cuts in between the video so that you can check it out too because it's it's a little hard to see <laughs> on the video. Uh, it's because it gets so shiny in the light. So, but we have wear babies, wear puppies that also go along all oh, the San Diego werewolves' litter. There are six Wear Puppies, and right now we're in the process of getting them printed. Yes, all oh, Wear Puppies, they're so, so cute. And <laughs> in the process of getting them printed, which means we, we've been going back and forth between uh, the printer, trying to get them cut into the right shapes, trying to uh, get them to occupy one sheet. So they may not exactly be this size when they come at you, but they're all gonna be together. Hopefully. (laughs) And that's just a thank you to everybody who has donated. Uh, And uh, goodness, we have so many wonderful people who have donated at this point. And I have to do this part as an insert because it actually updates. Uh, So thank you to Vanessa Cook Farmer who has donated one, two, three separate times. Oh my goodness. Sharon L. Marcotte, who we love and adore because she is a sassy, sassy young lady. A mighty young lady as well. Uh, Quanta Langford, host of the Creative Brew podcast, which you can catch on all your podcast catchers. Then there's Nixie Von Rose, who you can check out on her YouTube channel where she does tarot readings as well as uh, doing spiritual artwork. She can do your true self, your soul Uh, illustration, and uh, even if you're not a big believer in the metaphysical, it's really interesting. Uh, We did a tarot reading on a podcast that I did a while back, and also she did a soul drawing for me, and I'm going to show that up on the screen here. It was pretty fantastic. Allie Ross, who is the writer and artist behind Familiar Monsters, the webcomic that you got to check out. We've had her on the show. We love her very dearly she's a fantastic artist, a fantastic writer and uh she's got amazing things coming out. So please make sure that you check out her work. Then we have the lovable Jennifer Cooksey. Jennifer Cooksey is the evil mastermind behind Horrorgasm and you know what? She's also the voice of Shingles Briarborn who's a character that appeared on the U Mind and is possibly going to be appearing soon on Creeping Wave Radio. We're not sure yet. Yes, it might be happening. Maybe not. I don't know. We're going to see. We're going to see. And, uh, you know, because she's she's scary. (laughs) You you, got to be careful with a girl like shingles, right? So then uh, we have uh, anonymous donors. And we also have Strontium. Yes, Strontium donated $38, which coincidentally is the same as the atomic number for Strontium. Strontium, if you are not down with your periodic table of elements, is an alkaline earth metal. Yeah, it's it's very pretty, but it's highly reactive. So, yes, we, we may be a very geeky podcast. I, I think, you know, every time you think that like, oh, no, we're not at the geeks table anymore. So, something like that makes you go, yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> so uh, then we have, uh, let's see, another random donor. And Oh. My goodness. We do indeed have a donation from Sardo Numspa, which is very exciting. We always like when uh, villains from 80s movies give us a nice donation, so that's that's something. And uh, that, that donation actually is what set us over the top, I do believe. So, thank you. Thank you, Sardo Numspa. Alright. Okay, and back to uh, the recorded stuff. Oh, my goodness, and we forgot about <laughs> the Lords of Petoskey, Pat and Diane Gower. My goodness, we, they actually, uh, they're old school and they actually mailed us a check and we took that check, we put it in the bank in our special account for our Indiegogo and then we took the money and we put it into the Indiegogo so <laughs> that was very exciting news so okay guys and i uh, just wanted to thank everybody who has contributed we love you we couldn't do it without you and you guys have helped to unlock the secret perk which is the baby werewolf san diego werewolf anatole sticker set so hopefully you guys will be able to enjoy that okay talk to you later and back to the recorded nonsense So, yeah, we're very excited about that, very excited about our stickers. Um, And we just wanted to give you guys a quick update. We can't do a full episode this week because we're actually going to be doing uh, interviews for Horrorgasm coming up, which is really exciting. We've we've got a whole bunch of, like, uh, bands and artists and showrunners that we're going to be interviewing for Horrorgasm. Um, Well, not us so much as me. Yeah, probably you. You are a a man of few words. Mm -hmm. So... But but when you speak, it counts, right? No. No. <laughs> and uh, so so we're very excited about that. And um, we're going to be, uh, hopefully, we're going to be sharing those interviews that we do with you uh, on the you Mind. We're going to have a little bit of a crossover. So that's something for you guys to look forward to. Um, what else do we have in store for people? Just really working on the episodes, working mm-hmm. on getting all the audio cuts together. This is a rough time. This is like everything, like Murphy's Law, you know. Everything that could go wrong, did go wrong this year. I think that's for everybody. Yeah, sure? yeah. Well, it's it's not anybody's fault. I mean, the fires and COVID and people losing their jobs and just
1: which from the fires, our skies are now an amber color. Yeah,
0: they're kind of an amber color. It's kind of cool. So mm-hmm. it's I mean, it would be cool if it wasn't for the fact that people were. Losing their homes and animals were getting injured people are getting injured and killed and that's terrible That's not cool whatsoever, but the skies are, are interesting to look at so but uh, they, they are harbingers of terrible terrible things mm-hmm. So yeah, um, and so we uh, we were trying to get our audio together um, If it gets postponed that's fine as long as everybody is safe and everybody is taken care of um, because, you know, audio podcasts can be pushed back and, and people can't be replaced that easily. <laughs> so, I uh, I don't know. Um, no, I, uh, a couple of years ago, during the Witch Creek fire, I actually had to um, gather up my, uh, my whole family and all the cats and my grandma and all her cats and our dogs. We had three Siberian Huskies, which are, are not easy animals to deal with <laughs> um, they're lovable but they're not they're not trainable they're not like agreeable a lot of the time they, they have so much prey drive in them that uh it, it's really difficult to say like no guys we got to get in the car because everything is on fire and we had to evacuate and uh we went, wound up uh, just driving to where we had family in la But we didn't really have anywhere to stay so we were uh staying in a hotel and now you weren't with me at the time this was before we had met
1: no but we did the (laughs) lilac fire
0: evacuation yeah yeah you did the lilac fire evacuation (coughs) Mm -hmm. now in the in Mm -hmm. when we were trying to get these animals in a hotel we had to sneak them in so if, if you find yourself in that situation um you you basically just just have to sneak them in just cause a distraction somewhere and then like okay dogs go and hope they don't make any noise which with huskies is, is yeah that's that's mm-hmm. hard so you just kind of have to stand there going like Roar! like that and just be like this is what I do it's cleansing it's meditative mm-hmm. you just let it be yeah I'm sure nobody bought it I'm sure everybody knew what was going on production. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, lilac. The lilac fire was. We wound crazy. up staying
1: at your parents. We
0: wound up staying at my with parents' house. A
1: household of all the rest of the family.
0: Mm-hmm. Everybody was there. <clears> yes, <throat> mm-hmm. that was because uh, it was during the holiday season. It was. And uh, all my brothers and sisters, uh, they they either live out of state or they live considerable distance away, like in Northern California, and we're in Southern California. Then are how many how many nieces and nephews? Of, oh gosh. I mean, altogether, there's nine, but I think there was only, was six there at the time? Because mm. one of them had not sprung into being mm. as of yet. <laughs> a couple of them had not sprung into being as of yet, actually. So there mm-hmm. was, uh, there, but there was a lot of little kids running around, like toddler age kids. <laughs> and so that was a very lively, fun household. It was kind of like, like being a teenager again, <laughs> trying to find your space and get time to do your hair and all that kind of stuff so that was that was an interesting we, we actually had a cat for a brief period during that we Northern. yes we, we kind Northern. of did he was he was not our cat but he wasn't there no it no. was no he wasn't there no. after the fires there was this cat that kept coming around the house It was a little orange and white cat and it was it was really really cute And he just always wanted pets and always wanted food. And we just saw him walking around the complex. And we have coyotes here. Like whenever I go to the gym or something, back when you could go to the gym, um, you always see the coyotes kind of roaming around the outside area. And uh, they, the large majority of the coyote diet in Southern California is- Quarter. Quarter of their diet is Mm -hmm. is cat. Fluffy. Fluffy, cat and dog. So yeah. So that wasn't so great. So uh, we we grabbed the little cat and we brought him in and we're taking care of him and then we're going to go pay the uh, pet fee up front at the apartment. And Mm -hmm. uh, they're they're like, oh, that little orange and white cat. Oh, I think that belongs to someone else. So we gave him up. Yep. So we we called and it did actually belong to someone else. We thought that, that it was a cat who had been abandoned in the fires. And that's why it was roaming around, like not looking. Yeah, it really was like a clean, happy-looking cat. Oh, was a good cat. Yeah, if it if it had been abandoned, it had been for too long. So, Mm -hmm. but we just were taking care of them for a while, and so that kind of broke my heart. (laughs) That was that was a sad experience too. But yeah, yeah, if you find a now we have cat cafes. Now we have cat cafes, so I, I can go get my cat fix. There is actually one in Vista where we live. There's a a beautiful cat cafe and I almost uh, adopted a really cute little cat named Heart uh, who jumped on my lap and fell asleep. And I was just like, Oh, so precious. (laughs) But, um, Heart, uh, we, we couldn't do it. We, we have, uh, we're in the process of finding a bigger place. Uh, It's taking a little longer than we'd hoped for, but, uh, yeah, and we, really, it's not fair to a cat to be somewhere that's so, you know,
1: 530 square feet.
0: Yeah. It's, it's really not fair to a cat to be somewhere where they can't jump and leap and run around and have fun because they, they're going to anyway. <laughs> and, um, so yeah, once we get a, a bigger place, perhaps though, I'm, I'm still kind of, um, <laughs> bothered by the death of my prior cat. So it's just one of those things like, do you, allow yourself to love something knowing that it's going to die <laughs> within like you know 12 years my, my last cat was like 22 years old that's a pretty good run so but um yeah uh, that's that's the situation well, it's okay you get about 22 years with me 22 years with you mm-hmm. well, what are you gonna do after 22 years <laughs> what are you gonna turn into i'm gonna turn it in so, so if you Oops. are well, please, man. let let's not talk about that. That's very upsetting for me. <laughs> so, as um, it's, it's creepy as I am, that, that kind of stuff actually does, like, that does a number on me when I have to think about that kind of stuff. And if you are watching the video. I married, married an old guy. I did marry an old guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know what? It's, it's always weird because um, at, at my old place of work, and I won't say where it was. Um, people knew him as being considerably older than me when we uh, were getting married and- 10 years. Yeah, 10 years. It's not that big of a deal. If I was like a teenager, it would be a big deal. If I was like 16. Or like when I was in the Persian Gulf War. Right, and I was 11.
1: <laughs> Would've been creepy now, 21 year old man. Yeah. Writing
0: letters to an 11 year old. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. See, my, my biggest concern at the time I think was like, uh, Memorizing the lyrics to Vanilla Ice, and mm. your your concerns probably outweigh that. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, so um, but yeah, my old place of work, people would always comment on that, like, "Was well, he really rich?" Or like, they, no, he's. I work bi- for the government. <laughs> he's a government biologist in conservation, which, mm-hmm. yeah, they, there's no funding for that. <laughs> he's just cool. I don't know. So, but I, people don't like that. People don't like that. You just uh, married an old guy because he got along with them. But I don't know. I'm an oldest child in my family. So, um, I, I, I think there's, if you're an oldest child and this is your situation, then, uh, tell me, but I feel like oldest children, we always kind of gravitate to adults or to little kids that kind of, cause we always want, we either want to like you know, we, adults, we understand, that kind of thing. Like, <laughs> they, they make sense to us, that kind of thing. They, they're the disciplinarians, and they're safe. They're not going to do anything messed up. And little, little kids, like, you take care of them. You take care of your little brothers and sisters and stuff like that. But people your own age are, are weirder, uh, like a, a strange... I always think whenever I meet somebody who's around my own age, I always think that they're going to say something nasty and hateful about me. <laughs> which they normally um, do. Yeah, they normally do. (laughs) But the thing is like, I was at a a wine shop in LA and I was just walking by and there was this older couple like 60s or 70s. um, And they were like snickering and they did that thing where you walk by and they're quiet. And I just turned around and I was like, yes. And then they were just staring at me like dumbfounded. And uh, I was like, did you have something to say? And then they're like, no, no. And get the really creepy voice going. And uh, then the woman just whispers to the man, Ugh, she turned around. I can't even believe it. It's so disgusting. Why? Why? Because you're all assholes. And it was just. <laughs> I, 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 sometimes I feel like I should wear a video camera like around just to record the like really horrible things people say to me. How about all those paint guns you just tuck It no, spray paint all over No, them? no, no. We don't want to be aggressive. Just passive aggressive. Well, that's
1: passive aggressive. Because aggressive would have been to use a real gun.
0: Now, I should warn you, if you're, if you're watching this uh, and you're looking at us right now, I normally don't look the way that I do. Let's see. Close up for you here. Oh my goodness. See, I have a snake contacts on because I was, I was doing a little bit of like a Sir Hiss kind of moment right here. And if I'm I'm touching my eyeball, that's probably going to make some people squeamish. But uh, I have uh, these snake contacts on that. I got when I was going to play Crowley a couple Halloweens ago, which we might still do. Um, And they keep every time I blink, they they twirl on my eyes so the pupil is never upward completely, which I thought I've had um, like regular contacts that were snake eyes before. And that happened. But I thought with a scolera lens where it covers the whole eyeball, that and I got some scales that I painted on. Um,
1: well, that's okay. join him, because you're a better
0: Aziraphal. Yeah, i I'm a better. He thinks I'm the Aziraphal mm-hmm. and that he's the Crowley. If you watch Good Omens, if you don't, uh, or if, if you are uh, spiritually opposed to watching a show with those kind of themes, then uh, don't don't worry about it. but is zero. She
1: likes she likes good wines. Mm-hmm. Likes good music. Mm-hmm.
0: Likes books. Yeah.
1: Like good food.
0: And for people who don't watch the show, uh, those are all character traits of Aziraphale, mm-hmm. who is an angel on Earth guarding over uh, like humanity um, right before the end times are about to happen. And Crowley is uh, a demon mm-hmm. who is kind of in the same position but working for the other side. And, but they're uh, really not. They're, they're really... They're,
1: they're working yeah, for their own thing.
0: Yeah, they're, they're working for mm-hmm. their own thing. They love humanity, and they love music, and art and food and all the things that uh, all the corporeal pleasures and they're kind of like I don't really want humanity to disappear (laughs) it's a pretty good thing so but so I was Crowley because it's it's very against my character (laughs) (laughs) except I have the red hair but yeah yeah, you have the red hair. I wonder if it'll show up on camera. You might have to get closer to the camera for yeah, people to see it. To see it. Yeah. No, it's yeah, this
1: hard to. This like hard a, to get it out of.
0: It's like a black cherry red, right. so it's it's hard to see if you're not looking at the camera. Um, but uh, yeah, so I got those contacts for that. But I was doing horrorgasm at the time, so uh, I couldn't um, wear them for that duration because uh, sclera lenses—they um, don't really bother me once they're in. It doesn't bother my eye at all. But um, when you wear them for over six hours, you're supposed to take them out and give yourself a rest period. And that's kind of difficult to do when you're in a public place where there's going to be a line for the bathroom and people pounding on the door and you're trying to like squeeze your contact. out. <laughs> and um, that's uh, you d- don't squeeze your contact out. You, you just sort of gently slide it on your. eye. <laughs> Sque- squeezing your eyeballs is not a thing that you need to do. So there's some things people always say like don't knock until you tried it there's some things that y- you don't really need to try to know it 's not going to work out for you, and that is one of them so maybe yeah.
1: really, she punched me one time
0: that was i I was putting in these these contacts, and they were <laughs> overly dry um And uh I I didn't hit you hard, but you you, I I couldn't get them out because they were overly dry and I kept trying to pull them out. Uh and uh you said, Let me do it and you reach for my eyeball. (laughs) And I was like, No You don't reach for somebody's eyeball. That's that's not how it's done. All right? Probably would have. I mean, yeah. So yeah, um, so that is, uh, we just wanted to give you guys a really brief update, wanted to check in with you, wanted to make sure that there was an episode of the You Mind that went up, even though we're kind of busy with a lot of different projects right now, because I'm an idiot who can't say no. <laughs> the, the truth is, like, I like being busy. I like being constantly occupied by something. Um, and so... Oh, no, that's all right.
1: Mm,
0: and well, I've also it,
1: had several different projects pop up that... Mm-hmm laid low for a long time now. So let's get them done. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. So we wanted to make sure that we had something to present to you and to thank everybody, uh, who has been contributing to the show and to the Indiegogo. And, um, thank you so much for listening, for watching, for whatever you are doing, because it, it helps us out so much, um, to have a creative outlet where other people actually want to participate and play with you. It's amazing. It's like putting the snooze button on your childhood and you get to play make-believe like every week or, or you just get to like interview really cool people, really interesting people who, um, in my real life, I would not probably go up and approach. Um, but when I can use like the facade of the podcast and like, I can have a conversation with you (laughs) because this is part of a project. So, so it's, it's okay for me to, talk to you or ask you about different things that are going on. But um, (laughs) in my real life, I'm just like, okay, all right. Would you say I'm like a lot different when I do podcasting than I am in real life? I probably don't cry as much.
1: All up until you turn on the (laughs) the camera.
0: (laughs) Until I turn As
1: soon as you turn it off.
0: As soon as I turn it off, just crying nonstop. No, not necessarily. (laughs)
1: let's just say, uh, frustrated and mm, passionate. I like that. passionate. Me, I could talk to crowds all day long because yeah.
0: that's what I do. You love it. So, but yeah, it's it's not, not for me though. So. But um, yeah. So, but you just if you put me in a, a podcast situation, if you say like, "Oh, you're going to do this character," or "You're going to interview this person," if it if it becomes like a functional thing, um, I'm good. Like as as long as it is inside of the envelope of uh, like a project or a play or a performance piece, that's good. Then I can turn it on. But just if it's just me out there, that's
1: i well, just start talking and make it sound like I know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. You're good at that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, then, is there anything else we nope. should look at? Them? I think we need to. I think that's, that's it. I don't do. know. Yeah. Okay. Thank you guys, and thank you for watching or listening or whatever you are doing today. Oh, we should show the new baby. So, um, yeah. I don't know if you guys noticed all of our babies that we have up here. This is a new baby. What's her name? Um, I I think Severin. Severin's my favorite name for a little girl. Oh yeah. Yeah. That'll go over well. Yeah. And um. It's like naming a boy Percival or something like mm -hmm. that to
1: make sure he gets beat up a lot in high school.
0: More like naming a little boy Severus, which, that's kind of how that turned out for him. (laughs) So, um, but she was part of the decorations at Albertson's and uh somebody had they had uh, these dolls they had a bunch of them and they had little white centers for their eyes and somebody had picked hers out so they marked her price down and uh with me if i see a broken toy or uh something that is in some way um, defective or injured i'm always like that's me <laughs> and so i i have to have to get it. If there is a broken toy or an injured toy that needs love, then I it comes to my house. <laughs> that is our new baby. So yes. oh she's so cute. <laughs> uh All right. and okay, I think that's it. Think that's it. Alright. Take care everybody. Adios. Bye. A big hairy thanks to all of our donors, Vanessa Cook Farmer, Sharon L. Marcotte, Quanta Langford, Nixie Von Rose, Allie Ross, Anonymous Donor, Strontium, Jennifer Cooksey, Anonymous Donor, The Lords of Petoskey, and Saro Numspa. Thank you so much. Please be sure to check out our IndieGoGo campaign. The link is going to be in the description below and help support all of the artists who make Creeping Wave Radio possible. Special thanks to Savage C. Walnar, our legendary announcer who we couldn't do it without. And you know who else deserves a little bit of thanks? A little spot of thanks for... Ethan Mexel, the composer of the Umine theme song, "Demilitarized Zone. We love it. You love it. And you know what else I love? Patreon.com. Because you can go to patreon.com slash lucidnap and make a monthly donation to help support the show. Or go to buymeacoffee.com slash lucidnap for small, one-time donations. Or, you can even go to my personal website, LostBreadComic.com LostBreadComic.com allows you to buy all sorts of prints and stickers and cool stuff that you won't find anywhere else. So go ahead and check that out. You might find something that you love. Something you didn't know you needed. Yes. You can also follow us on all of our social media, which will be linked below. And we're also going to say, please check out Creeping Wave Radio. Because Creeping Wave Radio is our audio drama it's the companion piece to the you mind it is like an old time radio show we have a lot of local san diego musicians a lot of local san diego performers we'd really like you to check it out i write all the scripts i draw all the art it's a comic book for your ears and it's not like anything you've heard before so please please do go ahead and give that a listen you'll be glad you did I just want to thank you so much for watching, for listening, whatever you are doing today, because it makes it all worthwhile for us. And you know what else makes it all worthwhile? No, just come in real close. I'll, I'll tell you. It's, it's no secret. It's our Patreons. Yes, The Gramerica Show, Nikki Benfield, and Neil, our lovable Patreons who we love dearly and who make all of this possible yeah we couldn't do it without people at home just like you the you mind is brought to you by lucid net productions in cooperation with a scary old man i'm not that scary okay, i don't try to be but i just am okay that's fair that's fair
1: a podcast where three horror authors discuss monsters it must be wondering monster roll initiative
0: but I feel like once you put the mask
1: on it or... it's, Once you put the mask on it, it's a monster Please rise for his yeah, dishonor no, the, Judge of the Abyss the fed <laughs> his gang at the table of suffering You brought, you you brought, you brought The Whomping Willow I brought a goddamn kaiju <laughs> We'll see you Every
0: Monday This has been a presentation Of the Project Entertainment Network